0: Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. Welcome
1: to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. And this week we're talking Christmas beers and the Great Georgia Brewery Tour. With me, as always, is the man who gave up a successful mumble-wrap career to co-host the show, Brian Hewitt.
2: Yes, it was It was a trying time. It's nice to see you, Tim. Good to see Even you. Even though I won't be mumble-wrapping, we will be talking about a whole lot of festive Christmas beers and winter warmers. We also have Tim Caillou joining us in the studio. Tim is the winner of our Catlanta Charity Auction to benefit the Giving Kitchen. Tim, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here.
1: Tim's our hero. Yes. He he's a hero to, to the cause, to craft beer and... Good charity and good art. He is indeed. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing how well. was your week, man? Busy. It was. Yes. It was
2: very beery. A lot of beer. A lot of. Uh, man, I don't even know where to start. A condo party where I drank Take a bunch a of Christmas beers. Take yeah. A
1: deep breath and then. <sighs> oh, man. That's right. The yeah. condo Christmas. party. Yeah, I did
2: that. Uh, drank some Christmas beers in anticipation of doing a Christmas show, so I uh, loaded up for that
1: we did orpheus we did hit orpheus i hadn't been there in orpheus. a while. Yep. a lot of nice sour beers ipa stouts my favorite was was the abandon all hope that was the double barrel the double barrel
2: so yeah the double barrel vanilla abandon all hope was wonderful there was also the ferryman which is very very coffee forward which i enjoyed very. and together they they came that and formed good. an amazingly yes. good cuvee yes you, you
1: know what you're right so the ferryman is very coffee forward if you like Big coffee beers, and those were released just earlier this week in cans. And uh, too much coffee for me, I'll be honest. So if you're a person that you can go over the top, uh, which is not Brian Hewitt. That's not going (laughs) to happen with Brian Hewitt. (laughs) (laughs) Never. uh, But the mix of those two I really enjoy. How about that Grisette, though? The Grisette was nice. And that that? was uh, Spectre Brewing Arts, is that? I think that's right. Spectre Scepter. Scepter. Scepter Brewing Arts, which is going to be what used to be Oak Brew Pub. Yep. And was purchased by the crew that owns Argosy. Uh, A nice beer bar here in Atlanta and will become Scepter Brewing Arts. So that was a collaboration called The Palace in Your Head. Yeah, I like the name of it.
2: They also had yesterday, which I enjoy, and they had the After the Last Death, which is a currant and cherry sour, and that was excellent. I really liked it. Tasty.
1: That. We went up to Johns Creek, Georgia, and checked out a brewery as yet to be open, Six Bridges. Went up there and sampled some of their beers, had a good time at that. And uh, the big thing for us, Brian, this week... Did we do anything big this we week? We had a big accomplishment this week that we've been talking about all year. We just couldn't get over it, so we made our final stop... On visiting every brewery in the state of Georgia, we did so. You know, it was such a big deal that the earth shook, Tim. It did, didn't it? It did. It, it did. took a
2: few hours, but the earth did shake here, and uh, it didn't quite hit Marietta like it should have. It hit, uh, I believe, Decatur, Tennessee, but that's only about 135 miles away, so it was pretty close.
1: I did see a few people that said they felt it here in Atlanta. I think it was a 4.4. 4.4. And for those that are totally confused, we had an earthquake. Yes, in uh, the southeast, uh, centered in Tennessee, but hit us here in Georgia too. And some people that were up at that very early hour, either still up or getting up, felt it. Uh, I did not; I was asleep.
2: I mean, I was totally responsible, not at all up, you know, yeah. sipping a beer and working on show okay. notes. So I, uh, I would not have felt it shake my building and okay. feel like I was losing grip of reality and possibly finally dying. I, you know, that, uh, other than that, none, uh, no, of, that none of that happened. None of that none happened. Of that I was happened. totally asleep. Yeah. Tim, did you feel it? i was soundly asleep
3: right
1: enjoying my dreams see so there you yeah go. Nothing. that's what how about you smalls
4: nope didn't feel a thing i was okay. up at that hour but i did uh, not feel crazy
1: a thing. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. well i'm glad that i slept on through it there tim any anything interesting or exciting for you this week that's a great question
3: really not much going on with me makes for exciting radio i'm sure to Do, hear you know what there is nothing,
1: nothing <laughs> wrong at all with a good chill week
3: Those did you drink on. any beer I did drink some beer. Oh, I had sure. a glass of yeast uh, at a restaurant mm. before showing up to the studio. <laughs> Delicious. That was a true highlight. So that was left on the table. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to the winter season. The weather is finally cold here. Yeah. So I feel like the heavier beers have a time to come out now. So the it good is. news it's is drinking
2: season. It is. Yes, it's finally drinking season. The good news is now your body produces its own beer thanks to all the yeast you ingested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: you'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Smalls, how about you? Anything exciting? Uh,
4: I cracked open some homebrew
1: okay that's you uh, brought some to share i did right? bring some to okay. share so you
4: can critique it and trash it all right you know, Ooh, you like we're to looking do. forward to that yeah. <laughs> yeah and just kind of clearing out the beer cellar since i'm okay. actually home now so i've been going through monday night stuff and orpheus so that's why i was asking if you hang out those bottles left so i can replenish yeah. the stock
1: <laughs> you got in trouble from your doctor because he listens to the show yes right and yes. he knows that you've been running around drinking beer and not using your knee scooter yeah he to called me out energy. on that
4: today in my my appointment okay. he's like i didn't see that scooter and i'm like no. it was not there in the picture it was see? outside the frame it was totally there <laughs> well small's
1: doctor i can tell you that she wheeled into the studio on her knee she scooter did. she plane. did yes. so shout out to yeah, becky's yeah season. dr Raphael. Okay. I I have the scooter, (laughs) it's here. And using it,
2: yes, (laughs) absolutely. You know, Tim, I think it's time for Truck and Tap's Beers of the Week.
0: Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. TruckandTap.com.
1: Well, Brian, it is all about Christmas beers this week. As we said, we've got uh, 12 beers that we're going to drink, the 12 beers of Christmas. Yes, And we're going to do this kind of like we did our Oktoberfest show, where we're going to drink through... All 12 of these, little samples of each. Try them out. And in the fourth segment, we're going to list our favorites. We'll give our top three or four or so. let see Sounds if good. we come together on that. So we'll talk about more of these more as we go into it. But some that we're going to drink is Delirium Noel. We've got Golden Careless Christmas Noel Beer. We have St. Bernard's Christmas Ale. Santa Claus Classic. Rogue Santa's Private Reserve. Corson and Donk Christmas Ale. Samuel Smith Winter Welcome. Uh, Hardywood Park Gingerbread Stout. And... One of my used-to-be favorites, Brian, Highland, Cold Mountain. And uh, those are the ones we're going to get into. I also have a Prairie Christmas bomb. And, Becky, you brought a Barrel of Monks Father Christmas?
0: Yeah, Father Christmas from last year.
1: Okay. So So that's what we're going to get into. So, Brian, why don't you tell us what's happening in the news?
0: What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. (laughs) Time for headlines.
2: Okay, we have an update on the charitable Sierra Nevada Resilience IPA thing. There are now 1,374 breweries and brewpubs brewing it for the California Wildlife Relief Fund. So I like everything about this story, but the geek in me loves that they put all the breweries in a Google spreadsheet so I can do things like tell you that there are 341 California breweries, and that's 25% of the total numbers brewing it. I went through all of our affiliate states and maybe not surprisingly, Oregon was the uh, the top with 68 breweries, around 5% of the total. Pennsylvania, surprisingly, followed them with 60, beating out Washington at 55. Florida beat us out with 63. We are currently sitting at 17, which is a mere 1.2%, but 20% of total Georgia breweries, so not a bad showing. Right. All right, so the Brewers Association sent out an email this week taking a look back at the year in beer. Neat little infographic, and there are a few highlights in it. So it's a shifting landscape, as we know, but small and independent craft breweries are continuing to you know, find success. It's stable and steady growth. It's... It was 5% at the uh, the first half of the year. It's going to be a little less than that in the second half, but uh, the industry will hit a new high in 2018. The craft beer market share is more than $76 billion. It's responsible for 500,000 jobs and 135,000 of those directly at breweries and brew pubs. Of course, 7,000 breweries and counting as of the end of October, but they're still tabulating that, so we don't know how many are exactly going to be, but uh, they're anticipating a 1,000 openings by the end of 2018.
1: Let's see. Oh, wait. Uh, Hold on. A 1,000 openings since when? Since the beginning of the year, I think. For 2018. Yeah. Okay. I think for 2018, yeah.
2: So 4,000 breweries have adopted the independent craft brewer seal. And the big thing I think that Tim will find interesting with his hyper-local theories and trends is 85% of adults live within 10 miles of a brewery now.
1: There you go. Drink local, man. That's
2: how it works. So I've seen this news pop up all over the place. Cheers and Frazier star Kelsey Grammer has gotten into the beer business. His brand is named Faith American Brewing, and his first beer is Faith American Ale, and it's officially on the market in upstate New York. It's a light and crisp, uh, slightly hoppy golden ale. The company is based in Margaretville, New York, and the actor is apparently in the process of converting a former dairy farm, which he owns and has owned for like 20 years, into an actual brewery. So we don't know where it's being made, but we do know that it was uh, a pilot batch of it was brewed back in 2017 at Schmaltz Brewing, But of course, Schmaltz sold their brewery, and they have their beers contract brewed. So, we're really not sure, you know, what what to make of it. But uh, he is showing up at bars
1: that serve his beer, so we should see if we can get Fraser on the show. I was thinking that exactly. Yes, we'll see. Smalls, can you get on that? Can you hunt down Fraser? Okay, cool. Well, awesome. We need to take a quick break. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll be back very soon to talk about Christmas beers. our Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery, set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com
5: Are you thinking about opening a brewery in the Atlanta area? If so, take a look at the Park at Georgetown. This unique community will feature a collection of restaurants as well as a craft brewery within the new J.W. Homes luxury development, Dunwoody Green. Conveniently located less than half a mile from I-285, this enclave of restaurants will be the gathering place in Dunwoody. Crim and Associates, the developer of the Park at Georgetown, wants to talk to you. For more information, call Todd Simrow at 404-226-6526
0: follow the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram next friday
5: is hawaiian shirt day so you know if you want to go ahead and uh wear a hawaiian shirt and jeans
0: now back to the beer guys radio show And
2: welcome back to Beer Guys Radio Show. If you miss an episode, don't worry; all episodes are available as a podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. In the spirit of the season,
1: we're talking Christmas beers this week. Brian, we've we've had a few already. We've tried a few because we have to drink twelve through the course of the show, so we can give our review. Um, We haven't done well so far. Been surprised here, so. And uh, one of them is one that is one of my favorites from the past. Yep. So Highland Cold Mountain, which is normally a favorite of mine. I think we got a bad bottle, Brian.
2: I think so. I think that uh, beautiful cobalt blue is really bad at keeping UV out. And yeah. as such, the hops have gone funky.
1: We had some some skunk going on there. Yep. That didn't taste right. And then we got into Samuel Smith, which really isn't that bad. It's a, it's a lighter beer. They're winter yep. welcome, which is it's just a light, you know, kind of a, a Christmassy drinking beer. And then we had Rogue. Brian, what is that behemoth called over there? It's a Rogue Santas Private Reserve Ale. It's a Belgian-style
2: dark ale with tangerines and boysenberries.
1: Now, you know that I don't like to be overtly critical of a beer if it has any redeeming qualities, correct? Yeah, I'll, I'll I, buy that. I hate this beer. No. This, <laughs> yeah. this is awful. This is, it's like boiled <laughs> cabbage and fruit. It's, it's, it's very bad. I did not care for it at all.
2: I would recommend if you have a bottle, of this drink it very cold, very quickly
1: because it really. Or not at all is or also or not, an option. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what's everyone else think? What on the few we've tried so far?
4: I'm going Becky, go with the barrel of monks. That one's been the uh, best so far. But yeah, we're just
1: getting into that one, so I have to see. Did what did you think of the Rogue one?
4: No, that that that's one I would give to somebody I don't quite care for, okay, but yeah. I had to buy them a present.
1: Okay. There you go. That's horrible of you, but I yeah, understand. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like a fruitcake. Essentially, the fruitcake yes. of beer. Yes. The
5: fruitcake fruit of, of beer.
2: I mean, you could use that bottle as a doorstop. That's heavy when it's full of liquid. So it's, yeah. that would work. You know, the interesting thing about that is it changes every year. And in the past, it's actually won, oh um, yeah, like eleven awards. So okay. various recipes have turned out well. This is not one of them. It's so. a, no, no. Yeah. There's
1: something. Off flavors, heavy off flavors in there, big boiled cabbage in that. It's just not very good. Tim, what's been the winner for you so far?
3: The Barrel of Monks. It's I'm, pretty I'm tasty. smelling yeah, it. Yeah, we're and just
1: getting to that. That's that's a good more
3: one. More and more
2: gingerbread cookies. Mm-hmm. It It is like Grandma's Kitchen. Yeah, it's a really big cookie, kind of like i – I'm trying to put my – Is that like frank, cranberries or something like that? I'm
4: like getting a, like cinnamon. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Um, cloves? Cloves, yeah. Cinnamon, ginger. cloves,
1: ginger fruit. Y'all are describing fruitcake here, aren't you? But I was is, thinking
5: that good, actually, though. this, is, this, this good, is the good version good. of fruitcake. Yeah.
2: This isn't the one that gets passed out at, uh, around it what do they call white elephant, pink elephant parties? Where white you, elephant. Yeah, where you give really bad gag gifts to people in the same <laughs> pink fruit elephant cake. party that's,
1: that's what we're going to have by the end of this show. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's delirium tremens, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, what when you think of Christmas beers, what makes a good Christmas beer to you?
2: I think it's it really needs to well I think it has to warm you up and I think it needs to be spices and malt and kind of heaviness i th- I think that uh the barrel of monks is a really good example right here of what I would think of as, as a Christmas beer. It's got the spices in it it it's not it, it, I think it I think it's a little warming it's it's thick it's it's very comforting. so I think that's that's key. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if it needs to necessarily be like a Belgian style, but I think a lot of times it is, and I'm not clear to me why so many Christmas beers kind of trended the Belgian, except maybe
1: that you know, kind of those fruity jammy qualities. Maybe the spicy flavors, yeah. give way or are lend themselves well to the Belgian style. And,
2: beers. and that's a good point the, the the Belgian yeast have the phenolics that they give off. So I mean, you're going to get your clove from that yeast potentially if, from brewing it. So I guess it makes a lot of sense. I never. Never really thought about it, Tim, honestly. Right.
1: Well, now you have. You're answering the questions you didn't know you needed to ask. That's right. You were saying
2: earlier, what? so what is your favorite Christmas beer?
1: You know, so Cold Mountain's always been one that I look forward to at that time of the season. Uh, you know, when we get into the wintry ones, I don't know that I've ever really explored Christmas beers directly that much in the past until we talked about kind of getting together for this. I just kind of had them as they came along. And uh, if I was to pick one that I enjoyed around Christmas time, I always love the Cold Mountain. I always look yeah. forward to that one. So, so I'm disappointed. I was very excited that we opened that one first. You know, I was very excited to get into it. So, that was one of my favorites. You know, up until. 15 minutes ago
2: yes I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that because I know it comes out in I think just the regular brown bottles it might even be cans now I'm not sure They, they have an entire crazy thing about that is they have an entire release weekend for it people line up for you know Early, before the place even opens, it sells out. They got all the variances. There's, there's actually an Imperial or a double version of Cold Mountain. which I think that's brewery only, isn't it? I think From so. I
1: I'd like to try that.
2: Yeah, they did. They, they, they do bottle it. So it's properly bottled in, I think, 22s. So it's, uh, yeah. But in terms of my favorites, that's one of mine. But the one I think that's uh, nostalgic anyway is not even... It's not, you know, like a quad or any of these winter warmers. It's actually a Doppelbock. It's that Santa Claus.
1: The Santa Claus. That was That's one of the one.
2: first really big beers I ever had here in Georgia, and I was, I was in love with it. It's just right.
1: it's wonderful. We asked some of our friends on social media what their favorite Christmas beers were before this, and Sierra Nevada Celebration got quite oh, yeah. a few men- mentions. Uh, also, Jolly Pumpkins Noel de Calabaza was another one, and uh, uh, Scaldus Noel was another that got oh mentioned.
2: yeah yeah i went looking for that one i didn't i did not spy it but it was it's really good um oh who does a nice shoe
1: for uh do you nice, know the Le Chouf Le Ch- christmas the, beer yes
2: yeah that's a really really solid one i was a favorite of mine for a while too really like that one
1: well tim how about you do you have a favorite
3: christmas beer it's it's not maybe the most interesting in the world but for me it's the sweet water Okay, because the festive, was, yeah, that was right. the the first real seasonal beer um, that I had in Atlanta, and uh, and so yeah, that just that brings back memories more than anything else. Which is, I think, to me, what what Christmas beer should be about. Absolutely. They should remind you of
1: something. And so for me, that's the the Sweetwater Festive. You just reminded me that I'm disappointed that we don't have a festive with us here tonight, and that I haven't got any of this year's release. I because haven't because that's another one that I really enjoy.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good one. You know, I. When it comes to this time of year, I actually, I actually liked Happy Ending more, and I, it's not even meant to be a Christmas beer, but I think I kind of like that more. But uh, it's in the vein of the Anchor Christmas beer that I'm, I'm, I'm quite fond of. I had some of that at a, uh, at a recent holiday at the party. condo party. Yeah, at right? the condo party, yeah, okay. it
1: was nice. It was well, nice. Brian, you've got a ton of info here on all of these beers that we've got. So, why don't we back up and just give folks a little more info on a couple of these? The, uh, the Cold Mountain, which again. Is one I generally love. Did not deliver for us this year very well. But uh, tell us a little bit about Cold Mountain. So, of all the
2: Christmas beers that we are opening up today, it's going to be the lightest. It's at five point eight percent, so it's actually pretty sessionable. It was first brewed in nineteen ninety six, and the spice blend changes every year. So, as I mentioned before, there's a weekend event, a lot of variants. It was like ten. I think there was ten different versions. I might be getting that confused with another one. There were a number of different versions. And, uh, you know, there's a dedicated Twitter account to finding Cold Mountain. Did you know that? There's a, I, di- I did not a know that. a Cold Mountain yeah. tracker. It's, it's quite a big deal in terms of beer.
1: You know, I knew that I loved it, Brian, but I didn't know that others were into it that that much. Very cool to hear. So how about that rogue beer that we all love so much?
2: So, as with the other one, the uh, the adjuncts of that change every year. So, it was tangerines and boysenberries this year. Last year, I think it was better received with raspberries and cherries. And honestly, when I saw that, I was a little jealous. I'm like, can I have the old one? You know? Raspberry, cherry. Yeah, yeah. even before yeah. tasting it. Uh, uh, some some versions have been brewed with uh, with hops and barley that's actually grown at the, the facility itself or their farm, the Rogue Farm. I believe all of them include some sort of coastal water, which... Uh, honestly when i tasted it i maybe it's psychosomatic or something like that but i could swear i taste a little bit of sea brine in there a little briny.
1: (laughs) well they probably want that after boiling cabbage Cabbage, sure sure
2: um so in the bottle has changed from what i remember it used to have glow in the dark uh, snowflakes on it too which
1: was kind of that sounds kind of neat yeah yeah they've got creative with a few other bottles and uh
2: first brewed in 2001 so this is uh 17th 18th version of it i guess if it was 2001 it'd be the
1: 18th have you tried previous iterations of that i have
2: i have it's kind of one that's always seems like it's around you know around this time of year anytime there's christmas and that's from your neck of
1: the hood yeah that's right i've been there okay well we're going to take a quick break you're listening to the beer guys radio show we'll be back very soon to talk more christmas beers
5: Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel aged, poppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room in Marietta, Georgia to taste and see. Also visit their barrel room for an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing. Establishing a new standard in craft beer. Looking for a great way to promote your business? CedarStream has what you need. For apparel, stickers, signs, and banners, we're your one-stop shop. There are never any art fees or setup fees. And if you need your items quickly, there's no additional charge for rush orders. Whether you own a brewery, bar, bottle shop, or other business, CedarStream is ready to serve you. Visit CedarStream.com for more info or call 800-686-7488 for immediate assistance. CedarStream. We print America.
0: Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
5: Your revolution is over, Mr. Wabowski. Condolences. The Bombs lost. Now,
0: back
2: to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout-out to one of our great radio affiliates, WNAE 96.7 FM in Warren, Pennsylvania. Catch Beer Guys Radio on WNAE every Saturday at 1 a.m. Eastern.
1: Now we're back to some Christmas beers. Christmas beers, Brian. So we have... Had four more beers. We have. That we've been sipping on here. And uh, we're doing better than we did in the first round, Brian. We're having better results out of the beers that we're yes. getting. Yes. <laughs> there's an improvement. Right? Or, or yes. The buzz
4: is coming on one of the two. One of the, two. Also the common, a
1: little a-
2: column A, a little, a- column, a, a- little B- column B. That's right. <laughs> the, the ABVs are climbing, too. So I think yes. that that is insulating that us. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we... We are drinking, for those that think we're just getting absolutely schnockered here, we may get a little beer buzz, but we are having little taster glasses. Yeah, we know yeah. we got a ton of big beers. There's, there's way too much. We're sharing them around with the good folks here at Ironmonger Brewing, and uh, we're, we're sipping on ourselves. But we have had a local Atlanta favorite, we Brian, did. Three Taverns Feast Noel, and I think you said this is vintage 2015.
2: 2015, yeah. I, I realized that I didn't have one when I went out picking up all these beers, but I did have one at home, and... It turns
1: out it was a 2015. Okay. Okay. And then we have, if I say it correctly, Golden Carolus. Yes. We yes. on a little Belgian beer. We have the Corson Donk Christmas Ale. And uh, we just got done sipping on some Delirium Noel. Yes, yes. it's got we, that pink elephant that you were looking for earlier. Brian. That's
2: right, uh, the pink elephant party. I, you know, I that was one of those things. I, I think my uh so my parents or something used to do those. They get together where people actually got together and talked instead of doing things with their phone. That and they sounds exchange weird. gifts. It's very very strange, but uh, I think the uh, the pink elephant party sounds a
4: lot White a lot elephant. better.
1: The pink elephant, <laughs> yes. not at all our pink. party, Becky. Not at oh, our party. Not at the all. pink one. Not that's fine.
4: Yeah. I mean, I told you about the time I was on an airplane and there was a delirium sticker on the side of the. Plane. I was like, yes, I feel safe okay. on this flight.
1: Let's go. Like <laughs> official airplane logo thing? or No,
4: somebody slapped a sticker on the side of the plane underneath the Delta stuff. And I was like, all yes, right. let's roll. And I pointed out to the flight attendants. like, oh, we didn't even see this.
1: You fly a lot and you have beer guys stickers, don't you? I do. We yeah. need to start flying the friendly skies, we, Becky. We, I
4: will make it happen.
1: Okay. All right. Delta, if you're listening, everyone at Delta, I'm sure the Delta CEO right now is like, all right, watch out for that, you're Becky right, I've been
4: blacklisted now. Sorry,
1: Smalls. <laughs> Sorry. He's probably <laughs> actually
2: putting the sticker himself, I'm like, I might as well save them the trouble. You know, Just put it so. on there.
1: We'll get our, our Hop Radio logo on the tel, TELF in there. It'd be wonderful. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It would well, be cool we'll to have to to a BGR chat. I, I know people. Yeah. You know, okay, good. Maybe thanks. Maybe We're <laughs> going to make that happen. Absolutely. Well, what have you all thought, the last four that we've had? What's been, uh, what have you enjoyed? Tim, how about you? All of the above. This is a
3: very great round of solid Belgian beers and three taverns. And I liked the the licorice flavor that we had in the uh, Golden Carolus. That was really nice. We got some nice warmth out of there. And it's kind of a, a toss-up for me between the other, the other two Belgians in here. They're both just really nice, warm,
1: malty, fruity, jammy kind of flavors. I think the Golden Carolus probably gets it for me. It was a little fuller-bodied. The, yes. the other ones just a little more oomph to that 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 spoke christmas to me just a little bit more but all of them very fun and i will say the feast noel the vintage on this one i think the spices are fading 2015 vintage yeah yeah uh, so i've had this beer fresh every year that it's came out and definitely you can tell that it's a few years old the spices are, are fading off on it a little it it's, yeah, it's still very good it's still quite good still very good absolutely you know
2: and i, I that, that licorice flavor, I, I really keyed in on that. I really like it, and I, I think that that's a polarizing thing. I think that sure. uh, if you don't like black licorice, you're probably not going to enjoy that. I, I wouldn't think. so. It's, it's Let, not no.
4: overpowering, though, okay. I should say, cause I don't like black licorice, but you wow. get it on the nose. Well, a tradition. So my mom's side of the family is Italian, so they make Bazzell's. Bazelles traditionally have the anise flavor which is black licorice and my mother hates them because she does not like the smell of black licorice okay so i don't care for it either but it's it's not overpowering it it balances the beer it's good
1: See, you ruined me having a smart mouth comment to Brian by saying <laughs> Thank that. Thank you, Becky. Thank by you. saying, That's what I'm by, here for. <laughs> well, see, you said a little bit of flavor is not over. I don't like it because Brian said, well, if you don't like black licorice, you're not going to like that. And I was going to, oh, if you don't like black licorice, you won't like that flavor. Is that what you're saying? But... Becky just justified that she was there for you, Brian.
2: I'm, I'm imagining a SpongeBob
1: meme. I'd like to show you <laughs> <laughs> for no your memes. comments. Well, yeah. thankfully, this is radio, yeah. and we can imagine
2: that memes. meme. It's it's appropriate. You know, the interesting thing about the Corson Donk uh, Christmas sale, and I never could figure out exactly why this is, but it is sold as King's Blue in Norway. Okay, I don't have. I could not figure out for the life of me why that is. I have no you idea. You couldn't find, still no idea, huh? No. I looked for it. It's weird, but that's, that's in one country, it's King's Blue, and it's not on Christmas Ale. Do
1: you think Norway also has Van Kaiser Blau? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look into that. It could, eh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Who knows, know. man? Maybe have both of them there. But yeah, this was a good round. These were tasty beers, very much so. Uh, like we said, three Belgians in a Belgian style, and we were talking a little more, Brian, about you know Belgians and Christmas sales. A lot of people do christmas but beers that are not belgian but man i really like the belgian style beers at christmas
2: yeah yeah the uh you know the the, the big fruity notes they're, they're very dense they're, they're heavy they're sweet and you get the phenolics from the yeast I, I, it just it makes more sense the more i drink it yeah it
1: just works well brian speaking of beers and that you actually did some research and found some interesting things about christmas beers and actually a, a pretty cool festival of christmas beer right yeah that's right uh so when
2: when uh, people are hearing this, it's actually going to be the cursed beer festival in, in Belgium. It's a it's a really big deal. The uh, the fifteenth and the sixteenth of December, uh, it's going to be like two hundred different Christmas beers, and I think I don't even think they're all just Belgians, but uh, a variety of that and a variety of mold ales, which mold is something ales. else I looked okay. into. Yeah, so people have heard of mold wine, but I don't think they've realized that you can mull an ale. So and there's a lot of varieties. I, one of my personal favorites is the uh, the glue creek, which I I heard about because Cascade does that every year. They take their creek, they warm it up, they mix in honey and uh, you know some spices, and they serve it up warm. And you know what? It's actually really surprisingly. You, you did good. that a couple yes. times last year, didn't you? Yeah. I did Smalls do. Smalls, did you times. Get, it? No, it get to try it? I think
4: I tried it over Brian's once. I didn't get to try it then?
2: Oh, you didn't? Oh. No. Well, I, I Where's can...
4: my invite? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Your in the band. mail right now. Yeah. It's, right it'll now. get
2: there eventually. <laughs> you know, it's the Atlanta mail system. It'll get there someday, you mm-hmm. know, one of these days. So, I mean, to do it yourself, you really just need a bottle of uh, a creek. And there's there are actually some varieties of creeks around that are sweetened, like uh, I think Lindemans and in, in yeah. Timmermans or something like that. Yeah. They actually make a sweeter version of creek that's meant to be warmed up and turned into a mulled beer. I just added like a, I think it was a half a cup of honey, sliced up an orange, put it in there, and uh, I put in a a couple of cloves, a cinnamon stick, and I actually used a mulling spice bag, a tea bag, so I kind of cheated. You warm it up to a drinking temperature, whatever you like, 140, 150 degrees, and just serve it that way. And it's... It's extremely good. You I, wouldn't expect it for even from a Cascade Creek, which is a pretty sour style of beer. With all that in it, it, it becomes a marvelous, completely different drink. It's
1: wonderful. You mean, yeah? I mean, you toss a bunch of honey in there; it's going to cut True. that sour. Yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> add a bunch of. Sam, you ever had money. a hot beer? No, I've yeah. never had a hot beer. But
3: I'm going to steal Brian's notes and and figure out how to do that. For this weekend, it's interesting,
1: and we heard something. What's the term "roaring a beer"? Roaring a beer. I thought about that. Have you tried that yet?
2: I haven't done it yet. uh, Where you take an old farmhouse or an old IPA, and you I think you throw it like quickly onto an extremely hot pan, pan. and it's supposed to supposedly bring it back to life, turn it from being an old oxidized beer into being something that's very drinkable.
1: Yeah, we'll have to try that one time and see what happens with it because. I mean, i got to be honest that the idea of hot beer still do not appeal to me overall. And, and I thought that that glue creek was fairly decent, but what my beer cold, Cellar temperatures at least. Have you tried any of the other hot beer cocktails?
2: I haven't yet, but I am planning on doing just the standard mold beer. And there's a thing called a flip where you mix an egg into it. And apparently it takes its name from—it's just a mold beer with uh, your sweetener, your spices. And what you do is you throw it back and forth between pitchers until the egg becomes creamy. It gets a nice froth to it. It was a big deal back in, like, the 19th and 18th century. It was something that everybody drank. People weren't very smart back then. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> What should we put in this beer? Well, let's make it hot and put an egg in it. There was drinking involved in coming up with that. And we recipe.
2: haven't even talked about wassail, which is like that, except they put yeah. bread in it too. They actually topped the beer with the bread.
1: That's absolutely insane. And we have to take a break. We may or may not talk about wassail when we get back. But you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll be back very soon to talk more about Christmas beers.
5: Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel aged, poppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room in Marietta, Georgia to taste and see. Also visit their barrel room for an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing. Establishing a new standard in craft beer.
1: It's Brian and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or
2: two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and & Tap in and Downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck & Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck & Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily, so
1: that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck & Tap in Downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. TruckandTap.com. Let them know that the Beer Guys sent you.
0: Guys on facebook twitter and instagram now back to the beer guys radio show Shake it back! Woo!
2: welcome back to the beer guys radio show if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons can get some cool perks like beer guys swag and commercial free episodes now back to some festive beer talk.
1: Before break, we were talking about, of all things, Brian, hot beer drinks. We were drinks.
2: talking about hot beer drinks,
1: yeah. And, you know, We got a lot to cover in this fourth segment, but I do want to hear a little bit about wassail. Is there a song about going wassailing? Yes, here we go, wassailing. wassailing.
2: So the historically poor carolers would sing outside of houses of rich people hoping to to get a cup of wassail. And wassail was a, a beverage that they cooked up by... My understanding is as they added sugar to a bowl, they added warm beer, nutmeg, ginger and cinnamon, let it sit for several hours, and then they they heated it up and put slices of toast on top of
1: it. So people went around singing for a cup of hot beer.
2: They basically did. Yes.
1: Well, you know, I want to just throw out here that during the break I attempted to sing to entertain my co-host here, <laughs> and what happened is Sam cut off my mic. So you didn't get a cup of wassail. I did not get a cup of <laughs> wassail.
2: I uh, I would like to have known that because if there was wassail around here, I would have been all about it. I didn't get. Yeah. Why do
1: they put bread, toast? In I don't, you know,
2: I don't know. So, bread. Yeah. A, lo- a lot, a yeah. lot of these, uh, a lot of these, these historic uh, beers for the the winter time, the spiced beers that were considered either medicinal or uh, you know nutrient based. So, basically, it was a way of getting all of your nutrients in liquid form very quickly, very easily, and very inexpensively. So that I think that's the idea behind it. But honestly. It's warm. It heats you up. It keeps you from uh, you know getting gangrene or getting
1: frostbite. You know that sort of things. You know what this beer needs? Toast. Toast. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you haven't thought of that. Sometimes I'm like, you know what I really want now. I can. I can honestly tell you that I have never thought my beer needed toast.
2: I am at some point in time going to try doing a mold beer and
1: throwing bread in it. Of course you are, because it's a thing.
2: It's a thing. It really was a thing in like the 17th and 18th centuries. So
1: crazy
2: so
4: eh? we need a toaster yeah. for the studio now is what you're saying and
1: Probably and a hot plate to heat <laughs> up the beer well
4: either so
2: <laughs> or you know a hot plate or uh you know what's what's the uh the the crock pot yes the crock pot to heat I, I really thought about bringing a crock pot in here and making mold creek but you know i i don't know just that that sort of yeah. thing bring it into a commercial environment the the heat source you don't and have
4: all that, that can in be, your car already
1: i mean I have a lot <laughs> of Ryan stuff got a crock pot full of wassail on the passenger I seat. Mean,
2: I might. I'd have to check. I he do doesn't do it when he's driving,
1: mind. but as soon as he stops, boom, wassail. Well, I
4: just said just the crock pot. <laughs> oh, I thought I figured
1: he had it loaded up and ready I mean, to go. He might, he
4: might already have that. Well, it, but... Tim, do
1: you keep a crock pot full of wassail in the car? I do. I drop it like at 1680 at all okay. times. Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's a good idea, Respect. Man. You know, I want to I switch gears here a little bit and talk to Tim a little bit. First, I want to thank you, Tim for the generous bid you made to the catlanta art auction for those that may have missed earlier shows we worked together with a local atlanta artist catlanta he does very cool work he's done a lot of murals around town he's very big into craft beer and he did, did us a painting with a theme of georgia beer yes we auctioned the original to raise a donation for the giving kitchen 100 of proceeds from the auction sale went to the giving kitchen and, Tim, you were the highest bidder, man. You get this gorgeous piece of artwork, and we want to thank you for that.
3: I'm, I'm really excited, and I'm really excited that the Giving yeah. Kitchen also benefits from it, too.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, Tim has offered to, to share this around different tap rooms around town so more people can see this painting out there. So if you have a bar or a brew pub or something or a brewery that you might like to show this and kind of spread the word of the giving kitchens just drop us a line beer guys at beerguysradio.com and uh, we'll hook you guys up to make this happen so the art is going on tour now that we're working on that man we're working okay. on that but All we right. also sold some prints online yes we did 25 signed and numbered prints they sold out in like three hours we didn't even get a chance to actually post them online that we had them for sale the word got out there. Someone else posted it, and they just sold out instantly. We've had a few people ask us to do a second run, and we just want to make it clear right now that we will not be doing that, that uh, we said they were going to be a limited run of 25 sure. prints. That's where it's going to stay. We may do another painting in the future and do this again, but this is it. The ones that are out there, that's it. There's one original and 25 prints. And so, Tim, thanks. Enjoy the artwork. We really appreciate it. And thanks for joining us tonight to drink some uh, Christmas beers. Absolutely. I feel I feel festive. It's yeah. it's been quite. We've been very it has festive here. Festive. Festive. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of festive, Brian. So we had a few more beers. We drank uh, Santa Claus. That I believe it's just called a. Um, what is the name on that? Schwartz's. Schwartz's. Right? Yeah. Santa
2: Claus. Schwartz's. It's a Doppelbach, but it's the dark version of it. Okay. I meant to bring the
1: original, but yeah. I
2: grabbed the wrong bottle. Okay.
1: We yeah. also got in the. Hendrick Xmas Blend. Yes, we had that one. We had the Saint Bernardus. Uh, what do they officially call co- Christmas, Christmas ale? Correct. Ale, yeah, Saint Bernardus Christmas ale, and a little coming back around to this side of the Atlantic. We did Hardy Woods Gingerbread Stout. We did. Yeah. So that. So out of those for you all, Tim, what was your favorite out of those? No, the
3: ginger stout. The ginger stout. That was tasty. Yeah, Yeah, it followed up really easily. That's a really tasty beer. Very excellent beer, man. Yeah, the ginger stout for me was was the favorite of those four.
1: Smalls, how about you?
4: I like the gingerbread stout. That was was tasty. That
1: was the one in there, huh? And, you know, we just sampled, uh, not part of our 12 beers, a, a bonus beer. Yes. It's like the stocking stuffer. That's right. Smalls yeah. brought in one of her homebrews. Oh, she that's brought like, in. that's
4: like the coal in your stocking. The coal Come in the it's right. not
1: coal. It's not coal. <laughs> we have all been bad this year. Right. We got some. It's of her at least brewing. like an orange or a piece of fruit in your stocking. <laughs> okay. so it was it's up to that level. It's the tangerine in the toe. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. so it's not the lifesaver storybook. No. Oh, come
4: on. The Lifesaver story was yes. good. Oh, like,
1: I'm saying it's good. That's
2: I'm, I'm all in favor. It's like so. the beer on the shelf, like the elf on the shelf. Uh, the if there was, was
4: a beer on the shelf, I would be all on that. Be- the no, beer is no. watching no. you all the time. The
1: beer is welcome to watch me. No, but small as it was a tasty beer. Coconut porter or stout?
4: It was supposed to be a coconut stout, and I okay. do a brew in a bag because right. I don't have the full setup yet for, for all grains. So this is my experimentation, and it's been about two years since I brewed.
1: Now, Brian, we are going to give our ratings for these beers that we've been drinking. We did the 12 beers at Christmas. All 12, yes. We did, plus the stocking stuffer. Uh, we all gave our top five. We tabulated the results. We gave points. This is the collective top five, Brian. This is the important stuff. This is where the magic happens, Brian. This is where the magic happens. Absolutely. So in the number five spot, we have the Straff Hendrick Christmas Blend. And I'll just throw out there that I did bring the score down. You did,
2: line. and I hate you for it. It didn't make honestly. my top five <laughs> it at was all, but I think it made it's everyone delightful. else's. I
1: didn't. It was a little too a little too light and thin for me, but I think everybody else commented they got a lot of nice barrel notes in it. A right? lot of
2: interesting, complex barrel notes and various uh, yeah beverage characters that come into that. So,
1: okay, yeah. all right, tied for I guess it would be the third spot, the fourth and third uh, tie on this. We have the Golden Carolus and the hardywood gingerbread stout so both very tasty beers i think they made everyone's list
2: i think so and it's it's nice to notice the hardywood park gingerbread stout is the only stout or milk stout that's in the entire running and it made the top five very
1: interesting and then our number one beers we say beers because these both scored a collective 20 points from the five of us, we let Sam vote. We don't give Sam a mic, but we'll oh, let him this vote. This is what happens when we let series. him vote. But the ones that are tied for that are the Barrel of Monks, Father Christmas, and the Santa Claus Schwartzes. And those were both. And we both, Tim, you and I talked about the difference in the the Barrel of Monks and the Santa Claus, and just why we each chose that. So, why did the Barrel of Monks take your number one spot?
3: I mean, it was Grandma's kitchen, eating gingerbread cookies.
1: Can't argue that, man. It did taste like a glass of Christmas, didn't it? It really sure was enough. fantastic. It, it was
2: seriously very good.
1: Now I'll tell you, Santa Claus was not my number one, and that was one you know that we we both love those beers, but different spots for us. Santa Claus is malty. It's got a little of the aged hops toffee in that, which in certain beers may be off putting. In this, it's phenomenal. I want a nice leather chair. I want a a hand knitted blanket wrapped up around me. I want a nice glass of this beer, maybe even a cigar, Brian. I want to have a cigar. In a big old fireplace. My dog laying at my feet, you know, some soft music going, and at least six or 12 bottles of that beer. So have Alexa <laughs> order those things for me. Alexa? Get, get on that. So, But, yeah, so that's where that one landed for me. Smalls, what hit your number one? It was Barrel of Monks. It was the Barrel of Monks. Yeah. Uh, and why was that one your number one? Beer?
4: Again, as Tim said, it was just, it was like Christmas. So it, it wasn't, it, the spices were there. It was well balanced. I just, I really enjoyed drinking it. And it was one of those ones I would drink several glasses of. Okay. Not just a sip, just several glasses of it. I really enjoyed it.
1: Can't argue with that, Brian. What what hit number one? The Straff Hendrick?
2: No, no. They uh, the,
1: actually the Santa Claus the
2: sports. Okay. Yeah. I I really really liked that the uh, the Straff Hendrick uh, Christmas blend hit number two. I really enjoyed the interesting things going on there. You know, I I get that it might have been a little on the the lighter side for some people. Expecting that was my thing, things, right? I wanted a little. The a little fl- more oomph to it. The yeah. flavor there, the variety of flavor, it was intriguing, and I think it, maybe I lost track of the fact that this is a you know Christmas beer show, but huh. I could not not give it a good. It did it for that. you,
1: okay, and Sam. Gingerbread Stout hit your number one. Is that right? So, And again, a great choice. That's a phenomenal beer. That's our top five. That's our 12 beers at Christmas, Brian. That's it. Yeah. We did it. We made it through We it, survived. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, we did survive. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. We had a lot of fun talking Christmas beers with you. For more craft beer info, follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers.
0: The Beer Guys Radio Show on the Beer Guys Radio Network. BeerGuysRadio.com Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.